to Yo and Yo's podcast. We've had the privilege of advising Michigan businesses for over 95 years, and we want to share our knowledge with you, covering tax, accounting, technology, financial, and advisory topics relevant to you and your business. Yo and Yo's podcast is hosted by industry and subject matter experts, where we go beyond the beans. So if you want to stay in the know about business issues and trends that affect you, then keep listening because this is Everyday Business with Yo and Yo. Morning, everyone. Welcome to the second podcast in our series of podcasts related to cannabis. My name is Tom O'Sullivan. I'm principal at Yo and Yo CPAs. I am here this morning with Alex Wilson, Alex Senior Manager with Yo and Yo, and again, part of our cannabis team. Morning, Alex. Morning, Tom. Thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. So on our first podcast, Alex, we talked about basically the history of how cannabis became legal in Michigan and some of the things you needed to do to get a license. Let's talk about now you've got your license, you've gone to the municipality, you've gotten approval from the municipality, you are ready to open the doors. Can you talk about some of the accounting aspects of things you need to look for, things you need to do before you open your doors so that you know you'll be a success? Yes, there are a few major hurdles to clear, obviously, before we have the grand opening. And the first is the state of Michigan and most states that have legalized use a system called metric to track inventory from seed to sale. So anyone who is touching the cannabis product from seed all the way until it ends with the customer, they are logging in, tagging and moving the item down the line, so to speak, from when it's first starting to grow, when it's moved to a processor, when it's moved to a retailer. If you're a secure transporter in between there, your ID will show up as having touched that to go through. It's a very in-depth system that allows the state to regulate how everything works. You will want to familiarize yourself with that program because you're going to be entering every single transaction related to cannabis into that system. There are no shortcuts. You have to do it in order to remain compliant. Secondly, in the state of Michigan, you have to use a point of sale system that is approved. Now, the list is getting bigger or more refined every year. However, you will want to interview or vet out different point of sale systems to see which works the best for your case. And some of them have different offerings and others, price points, support, things like that. You will want to familiarize yourself with that as well because you're going to be taking the data from that point of sale and putting it into metric. The other thing that we strongly suggest is you put a process in place for handling the taxes that are taken out of purchases, the 10% excise tax on adult use purchases, the 6% sales tax on every purchase, and how are you going to remit that to the state? And one of the things that we see in questions we have is this could get into the six figures on a monthly basis where you need to remit over $100,000 a month. Well, we need to have a formal process in place to have those funds be available to do that. In terms of starting up, those are the ideas that I most focus on just to make sure we don't open the doors and then kind of learn ourselves as we go. We want to have the process in place 
when we open to the public. So the metric system does not necessarily integrate with the point of sale, correct? You need to manually enter transactions from your point of sale into metric? For some of the programs, yes. I foresee down the line as the refining process happens, I would like to see those systems play together where it's more of accepting transactions into metric as opposed to a manual upload. I think we'll get there if we're already not there with some of the Uh, different packages. But again, the bottom line, I think the overall theme of this podcast is going to be the importance of documentation, organization, and following all the regulations. You're right. So we see it quite a bit in, in any industry. It's all about being prepared. It's all about planning. It's about having a business plan and seeing it through, not just throwing open your doors and being ready to go. Can you touch a little bit on entity structure? I don't want to get very deeply in this podcast, but just when you start out, what are the things you should look for and think about for entity structure? So in terms of the entity structure, that's something we want to look at twofold, really. What are the short or long-term goals of the folks that are are starting this business. There are some tax advantageous strategies on how to form based on, well, we only wanna be around three to five years and then we want one of the big players to potentially come in and buy us out. We wanna have ourselves ready for that so it's turnkey for them. There's one way to go about that. If you're going to be fully vertically integrated where you have ownership in all phases of the cannabis life cycle, there might be a different opportunity for that. Tax planning in general, there are some pretty harsh tax rules at the federal level. Depending on what your pain points are, what your goals are, there are different avenues for going about this. There's no right way, but as we've found with some clients that we've taken over, there's certainly a wrong way, it seems, to go about it. That's right. And that's an important aspect of it, obviously, to have that entity structure that works for you. And as you mentioned, not every structure is going to work for every situation. And you touched on a little bit an exit strategy. Do you want to do this for years and years and years and pass it down to your next generation? Or are you looking to maybe start a business, make it successful, create a profit, and then have it be attractive to someone else to come and purchase. So those are important things to think about before you really get started. So you've got your entity structure, you familiarize yourself with metric, you have your point of sale system, you've opened the doors, customers are flocking in, now what? Now how do you be successful moving forward? One of the things that we preach to our clients is maintaining the process for them. Whatever it is that works for you that checks all the boxes that we need from an organization, compliance, and regulatory standpoint. As those customers are coming in, we need to make sure every bud tender or person cashing out someone at a retail shop is taking the correct forms of identification, is entering everything in correctly, is taking the correct items out of inventory, because again, that's what's reconciled at the end of the year, and we'll touch on this in a moment, an annual financial statement, which is a compliance piece that the Marijuana Regulatory Agency, or the MRA, Uh, which is the governing body of the cannabis industry in Michigan. It is a product they came out with that every cannabis entity has to fill out. It requires a great deal of detail and organization, which is, again, why we keep harping on our clients that we need you to stick to the process so that when we have asks or, or questions related to different matters, it's a click of a button to get it as opposed to 
we don't know if we have that or we haven't thought about this yet. So following the business plan, the process is so paramount to success and kind of creating efficiencies. Like most businesses, pretty much like any business, you organize, have your controls, have your processes in place and follow them and you can be successful. 100%. Yep. You touched a little bit on on the AFS, the annual financial statement. And us as accounting geeks, when we hear financial statements, we think income statement, balance sheet, uh, that sort of financial statement. When in fact, this is not anything like that. No, it takes Uh, bits and pieces, but in whole, it's a completely different animal. It's not a financial statement. Can you touch a little bit about on this? Because again, every licensee in Michigan has to file this one annually. So it's for each type of license you have. Let's say you are vertically integrated and you have a grower license, a processor license, and a retail license. You have to file three annual financial statements, three separate AFSs. So can you touch a little bit about that? And what is the state looking for? What kinds of things would we as their CPAs be asking for? So the annual financial statement is something that the MRA derived based on conversations with CPAs, lawmakers, and then their internal body as a way to formally track and regulate the process or the cannabis life cycle. And it hits upon general organizational information in terms of numbers of employees, you know, where you're at, what your cash handling process is, and it kind of goes into a little bit more detail. Then there are procedures, they call them, that are set up that try to track revenue. They want to make sure that what you're putting and what's flowing through their metric system, which the state of Michigan has access to, is tying back to your accounting records that you maintain. They want to make sure that disbursements you're sending to vendors and purchases of cannabis are being tracked the exact same way. So we pull samples. If we ask for a sample, okay, you bought $50,000 of product from someone We go back and say, can we get that invoice from that vendor? We can tie it back through the GL. Additionally, it ties out payroll. It ties out distributions taken from the company. One of the points of emphasis uh, related to the distributions is there are times where people will try and hide organizational hierarchy, so to speak. You might have a 1% owner who's getting 90% of the money that's coming out of the business. It's a loophole that the state has closed, making sure that everyone that is deriving income from the company is someone that should or has already passed background check, has been vetted, things of that nature. It also wants to detail out licensing agreements. We've seen as Michigan, as it was legalizing and and the opportunities were growing, we saw entities from Colorado, California, that were trying to set up roots, basically piggybacking off of someone in Michigan that can get a license in Michigan and basically receive funds out of there. Well, the state wants to know about that and have formal processes in place for how they handle that so they know where all the money's going and the money's going to the correct places. And then they want to make sure that the excise tax on adult use is being paid. If you said for the sampling period that they draw, you had $500,000 of excise tax due with the Michigan Treasury online system, we can go in and say, okay, you had these four payments or, or whatever it may be to add up to this amount. Does it tie back to what's in your accounting records? It's a highly regulated and very specific product that the MRA has come up with. It can be time intensive in terms. There's sampling sizes that we, the CPA, as we're preparing these and assisting in completing these, we have to ask the client for sometimes over 100 total samples based on 
disbursements and checks that were written and things like that. So it can be fairly time intensive. So again, we always go back that organization up front to where we can go and it's a click of a button and we have it as opposed to this drawn out process. The annual financial statement right now acts as the main tool for the direction and, and change for the MRA. They take the findings from that, further refine it, and are kind of honing their scope of what they're all looking for at this point. And this is unique to this industry. It's unique to cannabis in Michigan, this annual financial statement. So this is something that, again, back to your point of being organized, running your business properly, making sure that you can track everything, will help you to be able to fly through these annual financial statements because they do get reviewed. There are notices of deficiency if you didn't do it correctly. The MRA wants you to do it correctly. You've got your doors open. You've got your metric. You've got your point of sale. You are remitting your sales tax, your use tax correctly. You're keeping track of everything for your annual financial statement and you're well on your way. Talk about some of the things, some of the ways that you're helping your clients, your cannabis clients get through all this maze of regulatory issues. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is preaching that organization so that we can come in with plenty of lead time. These annual financial statements, the AFSs are due at odd times throughout the years based on when you were issued your license. So we try and work at least six weeks ahead of time to make sure in case there's vacations, holidays, whatever it may be, we don't want to cause an inconvenience and you know shortchange a client in terms of opportunity. The other thing that, that I look at and trying to handle as much of that as I can, the tax planning piece of it. It's a highly regulated and harshly taxed industry. So we try to make sure that our clients are as real time as they can be with their accounting information, especially as we roll into the December timeframe. We want to make sure if there are any things that we can do in terms of planning that we do or any adjustments we need to make or you know, strategies to employ maybe for the next year, things like that, or their partners coming in out, what whatever it may be, we're ready to handle everything. And the importance of the updated accounting information is right up there you know, in terms of prioritizing that. So this industry, as much or more than any industry you get into, it's important to have a trusted advisor right by your side. Make sure that you have a trusted advisor before you get into the industry and then as you are operating, keep close contact with them. Make sure that you are staying on top of all these issues because, again, we've said this many times over the last couple of podcasts, this is a highly regulated industry, more so than any other industry in Michigan. You're going to need those trusted advisors. You're going to need people at your side to be able to be a success. Without a doubt, it's getting that team and even if there's an attorney involved or even a banker, whatever, any form of advisor for you as the business owner. Make sure those people are up to date as opportunities come up, as strategies are being employed, things of that nature. Like Tom said, it is so scrutinized from a regulatory perspective. The risk associated with it is great. There are a lot of real-time decisions that have to be made. So having your accountant in the loop certainly helps in terms of being able to kind of handle those as they come. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for your time, your expertise. Look forward to talking to you more about the cannabis industry as this ever-evolving industry moves forward in the state of Michigan and in the country, for that matter. Look forward to getting your insight, helping our clients continue to grow their operations, to grow their business. Thank you for having me and obviously very excited where, where the industry's heading and looking forward to connecting with more folks. 
Thank you for tuning in to Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. Yo and Yo's podcast can be listened to on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and of course, our website. Please subscribe, rate, and review. For more business insights, visit our resource center at yoandyo.com and be sure to subscribe to our newsletters. We'll talk to you next time on Yo and Yo's Everyday Business Podcast. The information provided in this podcast is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the podcast reflect the views of the speakers. This podcast does not constitute tax, accounting, legal, or other business advice or an advisor-client relationship. Before making any decision or taking action, you should consult with a professional regarding your specific circumstances.